Duncan McLeod, and this is the Tech Central podcast brought to you today by IOCO, the systems integrator in the EOH Holdings Stable. Now, you're probably aware by now that uh, Tech Central is running a series of podcasts with IOCO executives under the topic of the great African tech opportunity. If you've missed any of the other podcasts in the series, you can find them in the podcast sec- section on uh, the Tech Central website, or you can get there quickly by simply pointing your web browser to podcasts.africa. Now, Colin Miller is my next guest. Colin is MD, is MD. Colin is MTN MAD API and Chinosis Partner Executive at IOCA. That's quite a mouthful, Colin. We're going to find out uh, what that means in in just a few moments. Uh, But first of all, let me welcome you to the podcast. Uh, Thanks for making the time today. And I hope 2021 is treating you well so far. Well, very well indeed. Thank you. And thank you for having me. Uh, pleasure, Colin. Thanks Thanks so much for your time. Now, I, I believe uh, we, we chatted uh, briefly before the recording today, and I, I believe you have a, a rather interesting career history. Uh, tell us a bit about your background. Well, uh, funny enough, I spent the first um, 18 years of my life in the in the British military, uh, where I, I, I really began to work with networking and technology. But I left the military about uh, um, 20-odd years ago um, and moved straight into the mobile phone industry, where I was involved with uh, mobile access gateways, which brought me to South Africa in 2005, where I worked with the first mobile access gateways at Vodacom. The um, um, iPhone came out in 2007 and the world changed. Um, and what's interesting about that, I think, is that the uh, kind of API environments we're talking, uh, going to talk about today are really the great, great, great grandchildren of those initial mobile access gateways that we put into the telcos about 20 years ago. So um, after working with uh, that company called OpenWave Systems, I then worked with Intel to drive their um, um, API program to telcos across Africa uh, before starting my own company uh, and then working with Google Apogee, which then brought me into the EOH organization. Okay, very, very uh, succinct, uh, pricey of your uh, CV there, Colin. I, I know there's a lot of uh, interesting background there, but uh, I'm, I'm sure if uh, people want to learn more, they can, uh, they can Google you and uh, and uh, learn a bit more about your career history. But we're going to be talking today about how telcos, fintechs, and e-commerce providers can access value-added revenue streams using APIs or application programming interfaces. Now. Colin, I think uh, let's start with brass tacks here. What exactly is an API or application programming interface and why are they becoming so important in modern business? Yeah, so, I mean, to take it to the right, to the application program, program interface is as simple as the link between um, your laptop and, uh, and your printer. So you know, APIs have been with us uh, as uh, um, uh, executive interfaces between one system and another for a very long time. The difference now is that with the uh, uh, the power of uh, of um, computing, uh, with the amount of data that's available, uh, with the communication and mobility that we have, um, one can use data um, in many um, interesting ways to either find out what's going on in a particular organisation or monetize a stream that you might not have had before. Uh, and the way in which systems or organisations communicate with each other is th- is through APIs. So um, the relevance of APIs is connected to the changes that we've seen in, in the technical landscape over the past five to 10 years. Okay, so um, APIs, uh, I, I know you, you say that uh, companies are becoming platform businesses. Uh, can, you, can you elaborate on what you mean by that and how APIs fit into that picture? Well, sure, so yeah, I think you know, it's, it's, it's fair to say that within five years, every business will be a technology business, whether they're selling um, cars or or, um, uh, or pineapples. 
Okay. Um, and, and the back office or, or the way in which a company operates is now really made out of various different uh, building blocks, whether it's a, a CRM tool or an HR management tool or some kind of sales tool or the kind of marketing uh, 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 material that an organization needs to put, put out to advertise who they are and what they do. But all that can be driven through um, a platform which uh, uh, exposes the, the valuable content through uh, APIs. And so it provides a way to speak to um, your customers, uh, your um, uh, um, third-party um, providers, uh, and also your employees. And also, interestingly, once companies adopt an API-first policy, something uh, uh, like 40% of the APIs become internal. In mm -hmm. other words, internal uh, systems speaking to internal systems. And APIs talking to APIs? Well, exactly. So uh, um, it's, it's you know, obviously the, the, an API is a, is a, uh, it's just a, 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 an instrument for connectivity, but an API can connect to an API. And, and I mean, if I'm more than one up, API can connect to an API, and you end up what's called a mashup. And an example of that would be um, uh, a ride-hailing application. So if you have a, a, a someone's location through an API, you have a payment facility through an API, and you have a messaging facility through an API. Using that capability, you can basically build a simple ride-hailing application like Uber. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now um, we're going to talk about MTN and what they've uh, what, they, what they're doing with IOKO's assistance uh, in some detail now, and I want to come back a bit later in in our discussion today yep. to to go into some of the other industries where this might apply, and and uh, perhaps we can also look at how uh, MTN's uh, the MTN platform can help other businesses. But let's let's go through this. Uh, uh, let's go through the MTN example in, in some detail now. Now you, you're um, looking after this uh, project, it's the MTN MAD API, MAD API, and Chinosis. Now, what are these two things? Okay, so uh, MAD, uh, MAD API, sorry, stands for the MTN. API development and application platform. Um, and what this really means is the construction of a, of a nervous system of um, API connectivity across Africa, um, which puts MTN really in control of its own destiny and reduces you know, reliance on expensive and proprietary software. It allows for standardization uh, across the, uh, the group and then and reusability of um, API capability uh, and infrastructure, and also uh, access to new revenue streams. Okay, so take us through in some detail how MTN might uh, might use this, Colin. Um, you know, how how far? First of all, how far advanced is MTN uh, in deploying this platform with IOCO, and uh, what is it allowing the company to? And what is it going to allow the company to do in future that it can't do today? So, I mean, it's 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 really, I mean, very, very far advanced uh, in terms of uh, of running out, so, you know, uh, um, API infrastructure and API first approach and way of doing things uh, um, across um, its business. Uh, as you know, API is a large number of properties across Africa. Mm. Uh, what it means is that, is that um, uh, um, it becomes easier to drive centrally driven initiatives uh, and therefore uh, get standardization and uh, an economy um, across the organization. Uh, and, and a lot of uh, um, uh, revenue generating traffic is already being supported in, in this um, API environment. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, uh, and what that means is that, you know, obviously, Costs money to deploy this uh, this kind of uh, um, network, but less money then has to be spent on proprietary software systems um, uh, on the back end, uh, and also um, internally uh, there are you know a number of different functions that can be run through 
the API nervous system that would have taken a different kind of probably deployed a different system in each operator across Africa that can be run centrally with associated economies of scale. Understood. So, so maybe just um, I think maybe Colin, I'm being a bit slow here, but maybe just explain to me what MTN is actually going to be able to achieve with this practically day to day. Yeah, so they, they're, going to, they're going to have um, uh, uh, well, access to new revenue streams. So we're going to come to Genesis in a, in a minute and talk about that specifically, which is you know uh, um, uh, an API B two B marketplace. But, but it's, it's it's the it's the ability to easily and quickly uh, deploy um, uh, solutions into an organization that then, like a tree almost growing, um, have branches that. Uh, um, go head, head into and across the organization uh, to provide for standardization and economies of scale. Understood. So is it mainly aimed at internal MTN organizations or are they exposing this to external developers as well? Well, both. I mean, absolutely mm -hmm. both. Uh, um, so, I mean, uh, uh, um, the, uh, 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 there will be internal usage, but also uh, um, MTN, one and MTN uh, um, um, products and financial services or uh, in the uh, uh, messaging type arena will also benefit from having this kind of capability. Understood. So if I'm a developer working for another company or just a freelance developer who's interested in exploring what I can do with Chinosis, uh, how do I start? What do I do? Well, so, so, so let's, let's, let's set uh, um, um, my API to one side. Let's, let's focus in on Chinosis now because yes. Chinosis it's sort of the jewel in the crown almost. So okay. uh, once, once, that, once in the, the API nervous system, or the API tree is in place, it then uh, um, is, is a communication network, if you like, that has huge utility. So um, Chinosis is uh, um, MTN's uh, uh, Pan-African business-to-business um, API marketplace. And I think at this juncture, it might be you know, a good idea if I, I just gave you an indication of what Chinosis is in a short video. With the dawn of humanity came the dawn of dreams for a better life, for an easier way, for a chance to change everything. The desire to bring those dreams into the world is in our DNA. And today we are surrounded by dreams made real. Chinosis is where we build our dreams reshaping opportunities both for and with innovators across the continent. Imagine a world without barriers, where a cornucopia of tools and capabilities are available for creators like you. This world is Chinosis. It is Africa's API marketplace and it is all yours. To enter Chinosis is to embark on an exploration of possibilities where developers, entrepreneurs and businesses benefit from the abundance of Africa's fastest growing library of open APIs. The human imagination is limitless and our ability to build a dream can be too. Chinosis APIs give developers the tools to build faster and when we can build faster, we can build more. This means we can dream more Think bigger, change life, change everything. The world of Chinosis continues to expand, creating value for applications across industries. You're invited to make Chinosis part of your world and do what humanity does best.
Well, Colin, that looks uh, actually looks really interesting. Now, um, how, how does it work in practice? Well, basically, it's a marketplace. If you imagine uh, um, Genesis as a, as a huge barn, like a farmer's market, and, and you know, it's, it's a startup from MTN, but MTN have basically provided the barn. Within that barn, there are a number of stalls. And instead of having you know, uh, jam and vegetables on the on the on, on the stores, one's going to have APIs instead, which means that um, uh, as a vendor, I can come in, I can take a stall. Um, I will see. Uh, I have to you know, give a share of my revenue to the barn provider, i.e., Genosis in this case for that. But the general public can then come in. In this case, it's enterprise developers, and then utilize those um, APIs, um, build applications with them, and then sell those applications on into the marketplace. Um, uh, the, um, uh, the great part of this is that we're, we're hoping to build an ecosystem where um, people who consume APIs will also expose APIs and capability. It'll become like a, like a, a self-perpetuating snowball. Um, and I think it's probably worth pointing out that you know, as, as, as a key part of this, there'll be white-labeled Chinosis APIs, which would include messaging, payments, image and facial recognition, identity and verification, KYC. So with with uh, possibly location so with those with those building blocks uh, uh, an enterprise developer has the the starting point for uh, um, an application for a particular sector um, we're also looking to work into the health tech ed tech agri tech and logistics arenas as examples so if you combine um, uh, a kyc know your customer with a payments API and say an API, which we're looking at now, that actually does automated AI checks, uh, chest X-rays, you've got a, you've got a beginnings of a sort of diagnostic application, which could be then replicated in each country across Africa. Right. And that's the power, I think, of this: is replication. It's, it's, you're not reinventing the wheel; you're taking a building block and using it elsewhere. Mm. And uh, through Chinosis, what are the most popular APIs that are being used by developers? Well, so far, you notice that he has one live uh, um, API, two-factor authentication. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's an, an embryonic stage of development. Uh, and I mean, it's, it, we're very interested to see what the update's going to be. But there's pent-up demand for, we know, for two-factor authentication for payments and for know your customer, as well as for uh, um, um, building blocks in, in, in the health uh, tech area. Um, and I think, you know, as, as, as we develop the concept and, and, and develop the portfolio, uh, um, we'll, we'll see a huge uptake across uh, Africa. I mean, we've, we've got, we're in uh, an outreach program to north of a million enterprise developers across Africa. Oh, okay. So do you, do you expect, Colin, at some point that, um, I wouldn't say all, but many companies will start to offer API marketplaces themselves and that you'll see this cross-pollination between industries? Well, yes, potentially. I mean, many companies already are. I mean, our products like Prompt API and Rapid API in the marketplace uh, in both West and East Africa, there's a lot of investment going into. There are um, uh, fintech uh, API aggregators as well. I think the difference with with, uh, uh, with Genosis is the, the pan-African reach, and we'll be looking to work with you know, some of those those companies anyway. Mm. Uh, um, so um, it, it's, it's hugely, it's much more of an ecosystem, and I do think that you know the. the companies with capability will develop, will, will be able to offer their product through APIs, and those APIs will be reusable on other platforms elsewhere. Um, the, the great thing about Genesis, though, is that uh, with MTN's reach, we're looking to build one platform with uh, one point of connection and one point of payment for the whole continent, which means it becomes an attractive option, not just for 
Africa developers or Africa, um, you know, uh, um, uh, Africa-based product, but mm. also for international products. And we're getting a lot of interest out of the U.S. at the moment. Okay. And do you integrate with uh, big cloud com computing companies? I'm thinking of uh, Amazon Web Services, for example. Um, how, how does a, a platform like Genosis integrate with those? Well, I mean, we're 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 running a cloud environment, but we're we're not we're not we don't integrate with 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 them as such. I mean, there, there could come a point where there's you know, there's capability that those companies can provide, which may be relevant to the platform. But right now, I mean, that's that's not really where we are in in our life cycle in our in our development. We were looking okay. to offer fundamental building blocks and then work into the, the different different sectors and. I mean, obviously, you know, the platform is designed to be profitable, but it's also designed to be to be a really great resource for the huge community of millennial developers that are doing great things uh, mm. across Africa. And there's a huge amount of inward investment coming in to build startups. And, and what we're providing is a framework to build against to make it easy to get access to the kind of capability you need to underpin an, uh, an application. And so, in an Africa context, uh, um, where we're talking to hugely talented uh, um, uh, individuals who uh, build companies uh, in uh, um, uh, in the logistics area, in the education area, as examples in the agricultural area, who are looking to expand their presence across the continent as well. And that's something else that we should be able to help with, you know, to be an accelerator for capability in Nigeria that may have relevance in Kenya, although we'd like to think global and act local. You know, one size doesn't fit all. Uh, and we're well aware of that, but at the same time, we are looking to build a pan-African uh, um, product. Uh, and we, we're aware as well, you know, we'll have to offer different, you know, terms and conditions and pricing and so on, you know, different mm -hmm. legislation in Africa. But the idea is that we will deal with that. We'll deal with the pain of that, which will allow an individual, whether he's a developer or he or she is a uh, API, a product provider, uh, uh, to uh, easily and quickly either get a product into the market or to utilize a product that's going to make allow them to build an application that's mm. going to be revenue generating for them. So what exactly is involved in building an API marketplace or an API platform like this? Um, so maybe take us through the MTN example. Um, yeah, sure. What was involved in terms of the conceptualization of the idea all the way through to its commercialization? Well, I don't think, you know, so API marketplaces aren't, aren't really anything new, but I think from, a, from an MTN point of view, it was, you know, uh, um, an understanding of the, that organization has has a, a huge reach into Africa, an understanding of what it takes to do business across the continent, and also an understanding of, of you know, what people, individuals, um, and enterprise developers actually want and, and, and the kind of product they want. So uh, I think the conception, conceptualization, I think, came from the, from the understanding of, that MDN has reach, um, that there's a capability and, and a gap that needs addressed. Um, and that nobody else, you know, is currently in a position probably to to to, to focus in on Africa um, in the same way, uh, and ultimately kind of de-risks, if you like, um, um, Africa to some extent for organisations that maybe may have been less than willing to put their their toe fully in the water. Mm. Um, I mean, things are changing rapidly, and, and the landscape, and the technical landscape, and the way of doing business, uh, and the I, I would say also, you know, that the. the the standards of you know the class of, of individual that's involved in this kind of entrepreneurship now is 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 really something, uh, and it's it's great to see. Are there particular industries? And I know you've this is um, very much focused on the telecommunications industry. Is this is this IOCO's first uh, foray into this uh, space? And uh, if so, are there other industries that you are particularly interested 
in offering similar solutions to? Are there particular industries where uh, where this is particularly um, suited to more so than others? So, so um, we uh, um, uh, um, we've worked into the um, fast moving consumer goods industry with uh, Distel. Uh, and we've also um, um, had a, uh, um, an involvement with uh, um, a financial services company called uh, Zuna um, in, in Zambia. Um, we're working with one of the other um, big telcos in, in South Africa. So um, IOCO is, uh, uh, um, as an organization, is looking to build you know, an API uh, um, team uh, to take um, the kinds of work that we were doing um, about API, MTN, and Genosis more widely into the marketplace. And, and this kind of approach now is relevant well beyond the, the telco and the financial services industry who are probably leading into really any other vertical that you can think of. Um, and it's not just, you know, it doesn't just have relevance to um, large organizations, um, SMEs, and indeed two or three developers in, in a room can, can, can build uh, a way of doing business that will severely disrupt a marketplace and, and, and gain efficiency and profitability. So, uh, uh, Google Aperture use the expression adapt or die. It's a little bit extreme, but unless uh, uh, you know, organizations and companies embrace this kind of approach, I mean, they, they may find themselves challenged by uh, um, competition or, or upstart companies in the future. I mean, obviously Uber did a lot of damage to the taxi industry. Um, um, Airbnb damaged the, uh, the rental or hotel industry to some extent. And there are many other industries that are now ripe and ready and open for disruption. And a lot of very clever people who spend their days thinking about how to do that disruption. Yeah, absolutely. So in, in the South African and African context, which industries are those that are ripe for disruption? And which industries are going to be, uh, telco is obvious, but beyond telco, which industries are going to, um, are going to adopt well, I, I, this technology? I mean, I think, I mean, the financial services industry has already seen a certain amount of disruption. Although it's not as easy as, as you know, as it looks from the outside. I think the logistics and supply chain industry um, is certainly, uh, uh, I mean, it's not just about disruption, it's about creating efficiency and doing things better as well. Um, the uh, health tech, healthcare industry, I mean, with remote diagnosis, um, uh, I mean, there's going to be a huge amount of preventive uh, um, type activity, I think, and, you know, with AI uh, also introduced into the equation as well. I mean, you can pick up trends and so on. Um, uh, agriculture, um, uh, and I suppose that goes with with, with uh, nutrition and uh, uh, and disease uh, um, uh, tracking as well. I think is another area that's going to be, uh, um, if not disruptions, is again it's the wrong word. But it's going to provide for new ways of doing things and more efficient ways of improving people's lives. Okay, so lots of industries where this could apply. Um, how does IOCA typically work with a company? I mean, you've you've obviously worked with MTN and you've mentioned Distel's name. Um, I imagine a lot of consultative work has to go on behind the scenes before you start to deploy a platform here. Maybe before we wrap up today, take us through what IOCA can do for organizations yeah. that are interested in deploying a platform like this. What, what typically are the discussions? What are the conversations that need to happen first before you proceed to yeah. actually starting to build something like this? I mean, that's, a, that's an excellent question. Um, so, I mean, I use I, what I say to, you know, and I think the first conversation normally starts with a one-to-one -one at a, a fairly senior sort of CIO, CEO, CTIO kind of level okay. uh, over a coffee, uh, um, because this, this isn't about PowerPoint presentation. This is about totally changing the way things are done. 
Um, but it's, but you don't have to change the way things are done overnight as well. And I'll come to that in a second. So the, the, the what I used to say, what I say to them, sorry, is that technology used to be about 20% creativity, 80% um, technology. In other words, you could take a, an Oracle or a, a Salesforce platform and reskin it for your organization and make some changes to, you know, to, to represent what you were doing. What we're talking about now is really 50% technology and 50% creativity. So unless you really understand what it is you want to do mm. uh, and why you want to do it, there's not much point in, in starting. And there, uh, uh, there are a number of so-called digital transformation projects that have gone awry. And that's one thing that you know, can do is come into a, into a project that isn't going particularly well and help to, to, to put it back on the road and find, and find direction. Um, so we would first go in and have a, a consultative conversation uh, and then work with an organization to understand exactly, you know, with our experience, what it is they want to do in terms of commercialization of the API, the information they need. What, is it an internal efficiency they're looking for? What exactly is, is, is required? Um, now, another sort of great facet that IOCA can bring to the party is that when we're, we're talking about an API-first approach here today, but it's not just about APIs and API platforms. There are a number of other skills that need to be brought to bear. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about the consulting skill. Um, um, we also need business consulting or business analysts uh, to understand how things are being done already. Um, we normally do this kind of thing in an agile fashion. So you need Scrum Masters, um, you need developers, um, API platform specialists, and we're, we're agnostic. We can operate with you know, all breeds of API from Apogee to MuleSoft to WSO2 to, to Com. Um, you probably also need some kind of Kubernetes uh, containerization expert um, and, uh, and then testers. So there's a sort of end-to-end -end workflow um, that you know, if you're missing one of those bits, you're very much less likely to, to be successful. And just to go back to a point I made in the beginning, um, this isn't about sort of lift and shift. Uh, to get an API approach or project off the ground, it's normally best to take sort of maybe one, one or two things or one functionality, something like single sign-on. So mm -hmm. a number of companies probably have three or four different CRM systems as an example. And the people who come into work every day have to sign into three of them. But you know, with an API interface, uh, um, we could bring those together under one sign-on and, and that can then very quickly start to show the value of, of using this kind of connectivity or, and this kind of approach. Um, so, um, and, and once you know, once you can prove the concept uh, and show the um, the exco or whoever is responsible for the organisation the value of this, then the projects intend to flow from there. And once they get underway, um, the um, you know, inflection curve in a hockey stick becomes very, very quickly, um, mm -hmm. and 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 the demand on the on the you know, the API team uh, is huge normally. It's interesting you, what you say about uh, what you said about digital transformation. Uh, uh, I, I know it's a bit of a buzzword and uh, has different meanings to different people and different organisations. But um, would you say that the the ultimate aim of of uh, digital transformation is for companies to become platform companies, as you said at the beginning of this discussion? And do you think that um, that uh, exposing APIs, exposing business processes through APIs to developers is very much part and parcel of companies' digital transformation projects. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't think you know, becoming a platform business necessarily is the only way to do things. I mean, you, you could also, in a, an IoT sense, you know, build capability into your network in some way, but I mean, but that then presupposes you do have something like a platform to, to build from. So, so yes, uh, I, 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 I think that's an accurate statement. Um, 
but it doesn't have to happen overnight. It's a journey um, and it's a mindset. Um, and, and there are, you know, situations where something's working perfectly well. There's no point in just changing something for the sake of it. There has to be value in what you're changing, uh, whether it's you know, trying to stay ahead of the game or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's a great danger that buzzwords become business drivers. And I think at IOCO, we're, you know, we're wary of that. Uh, and, uh, and the way we operate is, is to give sound, uh, coherent and, and, uh, and um, sober advice on, on how to drive and, and push things forward, because ultimately that benefits everybody. So. So mm -hmm. what we won't go, what we won't do is just go and say, well, you know, do digital transformation and everything's going to be fine. It just doesn't work like that. It needs to be much more, much better thought through with a much better roadmap and a much better idea of where you want to get to and why you want to do this with, with uh, uh, um, uh, waymarks, uh, objectives, um, and, uh, and an understanding of, you know, what, what, what an organization has got for their expenditure. Interesting conversation, Colin. Uh, if anyone wants to find out any more, anything more about uh, Chinosis, I presume there is a, a website that they can visit where they can uh, start to play around with the platform. Chinosis.io. Chinosis.io. Uh, Chinosis is C H E N O S I S, and it stands for Chinosis is together in Greek, uh, and I think a C was put in the front to make it easier to pronounce. So it's that, that's where the name came from. Sorry, you said it's Greek for what? Together. For together, okay, okay, brilliant. One Africa, we're all together in in, yeah. in one Africa. Yeah, and of course the Ioko website is ioko tech, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, we're we've all these interesting URLs coming up these days, uh, not just dot com. And of course, if you want to, if you if you've missed any of the series, uh, this series of uh, podcasts with Ioko, you can visit podcasts.africa to uh, to uh, have a look at those, or just find them on the Tech Central website. Uh, if you've missed any of the other episodes, please do check them out. Colin is MTN Mad API and Chinosis Partner Executive at Ioko. Colin, thanks so much for sharing your insights with Tech Central.